Should I say greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to this roundtable edition of the Lost Art of Wrestling. Okay, babe. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Every bastard time. To be fair, I nearly forgot what I said. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to end. It will. It's Bunkle's thing. It will end like um, now. Enzo's rap show. <laughs> Yeah, ah. now, see you later. No, he's returned to WWE, you mean? As quick as that. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yes. Yeah, but more on that later. So I am, of course, your host, Coxie, joined once again by the baddest man, the baddest man, the baddest man on the planet. Science Hill delivered. He is a dazzler. The man of a thousand gimmicks, the delivery man, Billy the Boy Bunkle. How are we doing? How are we doing? Sell even louder, Luger. Oh, oh! <laughs> I still think it's a good theory. I, I still p- piss myself every time I hear that. Now it's because you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> a whole career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so good, aren't I, <laughs> Luger? You're absolutely amazing. The only reason you're not the champ is because I get paid to make him champ. He's got creative control. I'm so sorry, Luger. You're amazing. <laughs> best in the world. Yeah, I'm totally so good. That's where Jericho got it from. I'm best in the world at what I do. Jericho's got a thousand and four moves. I've got a thousand and five. <laughs> I have a thousand and five variants of the torture rack. <laughs> yeah. I've got a thousand and five ways of going, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> in different tones and harmonies. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> of course, the other voice you can hear in the room. He is a man who is half a man. It's me, it's me. It's THG. I told you, you're not THG anymore. You're, I'm not, t- I'm you're, not you're THG. I'm just TG. You still the need guy. to do the video. The guy. Burning the hat and Bunkle's shouting insults at you from across the way. <laughs> I'm burning the hat and Bunkle's pissing on it to put it out. No, Bunkle shouts derogatory statements at you. No, he's making the hat do Luger cells, and the hat's going, Ow! <laughs> Ow! Oh, but yes, it's me, the hat, the guy, the def- the um, the reigning um, loss of wrestling quiz champ. Ooh. Oh, bring it on, boys. Salt wound there, Uncle. <laughs> As I said, that felt like a bit of a farm food, really. Yeah. <laughs> bit of blood about there, The farm it? food's finished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> AJ Styles towering, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So what story can we put you in now? He gets kicked in the balls. (laughs) Again. 
What? <laughs> Vinnie Mac's there like, because just they, love kicking him in the nuts. It's, it's a good job he's already got a family because he's not getting a bigger one. <laughs> Next you know, some guy in like a big ginger afro just runs onto the screen, boats him in the balls. Just got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> Runs off. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for the day he just sort of he's there, like someone boots him and he's like, Nope. <laughs> and then literally swips down his trunks and he's got the natter of a Ken doll. <laughs> so he's like me like, like Alan Rickman from Dogma, he's like, Look, nothing there, love. <laughs> Jesus. He starts knocking and just goes, Dong. <laughs> he's like, I've been kicked that many times by Shinsuke. There's nothing left. <laughs> I just have one genital. It looks like a foo-foo now. It's been kicked inside out. Jesus. Oh, dear. So, yeah. um, What's been happening, gents? Quite a bit, actually, event-wise. I mean... I think we last was it SummerSlam we lasted a round table. We did SummerSlam, yeah. Yeah, since then, you know, we heard there was a story of WWE cutting down their pay per views uh, since when? Because <laughs> we seem to have about six thousand of them. I was going to say there seems to be more than ever. Yeah, yeah. Except maybe when they were doing the whole like brand split pay per views, so like each brand had a pay per view in that month. That was really annoying. Well, what, was yeah. it, what you've gone well, from there, though, is having two, from going from two mediocre pay-per-views to having one... So I'll be honest with you, relatively decent pay-per-views if you don't count Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, which, which we never then watched. You've got to factor in, you've got like, the Mae Young Classic, you've got the Mixed Max Challenge, you've got Starcade coming up on the network soon, you've yeah. got Crown Jewel, you've had the Greatest Royal Rumble, Evolution, bloody... Survivor Series. Survivor Series. You've got TLC coming up as well. Starcade's only going to be like an hour special, so I don't know if you count that or not. But you've also got the UK, WWE UK, NXT UK starting up now. Yeah. Takeover just gone. Takeover just gone. You see, I can't, to be fair, I can't argue with like them giving us more content. I'm never going to argue with that because obviously we pay for a network. So, you know, the, the more they give you, the, the more, more value for your money, yeah, isn't it? value you get. Um, you know, the only thing to me is, you know, I'd, stop. They're not all pay per views. They don't all matter. Yeah. Like the results of Crown Jewel don't matter. Mm. I mean, nobody watched it, and you know, apparently it was a shit show. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, what's that? You had a rebellion insurrection, yeah. Well, it's well we th- want to do a show over here, and we want the, we want Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior. <sighs> Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's not going to happen? Do you, do you think, <sighs> honestly, that WWE thought, do you know what, this show's going to be really bad? So they named it after a slang term for genitalia that they knew <laughs> it was going to be that bad. Vince just slowly inflating his ego. He's going to have like Crown Jewel Netflix. Like, I'm going to jo- Join us in Abu Dhabi for grapefruits. Yes. <laughs> I can't say that. Um, what, do, what, 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 what do the English call them? Did. What did the English call them? Oh, they call them the Crown Jewels. Perfect! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just... To be fair, I understand why, like, you you know, these markets are saying that I want this person, I want that person. Yeah. I do get it. Because to them, it's like, well, we're... Like, the only reason they did it is for money. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's blood money, but they did it for money. <laughs> it is. Yeah, let's be fair here. 
Right. Well, it's the, the guy who wanted the guy who wanted it. He is essentially out of touch with the current product, is what they're saying. Yeah, because that's yeah, why he's like he 20 asked, years out of date. He asked for like Yokozuna, Razor Ramon, I think was one of them, and the Ultimate Warrior because he's still like in the nineties. Going, yeah, these guys will still be wrestling. It's like. Yeah, but you see that that's that's the thing though. They they're asking for the these people because maybe I don't know. I don't know what type of TV deals they've got over there. Maybe they don't see the current product. It's pretty difficult with how how the highlighting the female roster now. Exactly. Yeah. You know when they can't have that. But it's it's like in India when they show Raw or when they used to show Raw, the last match was always the Great Kali match, mm. and so they thought he was champ. Yeah. Yeah. He moved stuff around on the show to make the great Kali look like he was the champ and he was always in the main event. They recut the show to put that his matches on last. Well, that's the only way they could possibly do it is if they completely, for example, the for example, Raw goes out, we watch it as it comes out live. Yeah. yeah. There's no way it's going out live on um, in Saudi Arabia. No. no way, because they've got to cut fucking 10, 15, 20, you know, 20 minutes of the show yeah. completely out. So it would obviously go on the next day. Same with pay-per-views. There's no way yeah. they're getting that Apparently, I think for Crown Jewel, they did make the mistake of showing a highlight of evolution by mistake or something. And the crowd booed. Jesus. Fucking hell. I, I, I'm, they did that at the last one, though, didn't they? It was Carmella dancing and the, around. Yeah, like Carmella dancing yeah. around in a leotard, and the crowd cheered it. <laughs> but it's it's one of them where like they, they do have to be so careful really when the you know yeah. i understand wanting to break into these markets uh, you know don't you know, it, it makes sense you have to grow your brand you have to do yeah. something and okay this guy who's given up put up the money to have this pay-per-view over there if he's got the money then you know okay fine i understand why you're taking it but it's um, cash though it's well, cash what, over morals what do you oh, think definitely. of the um the statement I think it was Stephanie said this week where she was like, Oh, we want to be like bigger than Disney. Ain't You've no got chance. no chance. Disney could so. buy her out about seven eight times over. Yeah. Yeah. If if Disney felt if Disney thought it was a sustainable model, I wouldn't I don't doubt that they would buy it. Disney would yeah. be already part of it. Yeah. You know, someone like Warner Brothers or someone like that would already be part of it if that was the case. Yeah. But at the end of the day, wrestling is a niche fucking product. Yeah, to it's fair, not mainstream. Yeah, it's it never not... has been mainstream. Well, the thing is that 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 that's the thing. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a niche product, but what they're doing with the product is it's even more niche because of the type of matches that you're watching and that you're getting. Like, it's it's tailored towards people who are to me already wrestling fans. Yeah, you know, I'll I I would find I'd find it quite difficult to introduce somebody. In you know, direct straight into wrestling, having no not prior knowledge, mm. you know, I'd have to, I'd have to, you know, I'd have to explain things. Yeah, yeah. That the WWE no longer explains to you. Do you know what I mean? So, Do you know the definition of, what, of a windjammer? No, it's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how that fits in, but. <laughs> But you know what I mean? You'd have to, you'd, it's like, you know, oh, why Why is, I don't know, say, take the guys in NXT. You watch matches in NXT, which are so much better than what you get on the main product. Yeah. Well, why are they not, like, being featured? Why are they only on the network? 
well. And then you have to explain who Vince McMahon is or why Vince McMahon doesn't, you know, like put the same style of matches on. And it's, like, it's like talking to a child about it. Yeah, in a It's sense. like having a conversation with Dick Fate. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just painful, though. You just, you, yeah. You, you, it'd be more less painful to get stabbed in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at shows and heard had the questions asked. So why? And it is fucking painful. Yeah, <laughs> I've been with you. No, no amount of alcohol could save me. That exactly. Night. But yeah, so like you know, Crown Jewel. It happened. I don't agree with it. Uh, I'm should glad it, to should see... it have happened in the Middle East? Considering the current uh... no, they should have done it in Manchester. Controversies, shall I say? Yeah, no, they should have done it in Manchester because that's yeah, where they were. I, I can see it from both sides. Let me explain. Now, obviously, they've been given a big fucking lump of money to do this show. Yeah, they're tied so, into a contract, aren't so they? So they're tied into a contract. So in a way, they're contractually obliged to do this show. Otherwise, they're going to be breaching contract, which is not a good thing. I'll be honest with you; it's not great. And I mean, there was a bit of controversy anyway when they went there the first time. Obviously, there was a massive shitstorm just before they went. Yeah. Now the only way they weren't going to go was if the if the it was if the US government put a travel ban on. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way they weren't going to go because they were contractually obliged. I don't know what people was expecting WWE to do. They're not going to just throw away a ten billion dollar whatever it is contract. Something. It's in the billions. Yeah. yeah. Just because um, as shitty as is one guy got killed by the by the regime and we all disagree with it. They've been already been paid. They've got a contract. They've got to fulfil. And if they didn't go, there would be a load of legal bullshit they would have to deal with. Mm. Yeah. Not only well, that, it, yeah. you're expecting the actions of one guy telling a bunch of other guys to do something to affect yeah. potentially millions of other people in that country <laughs> who have got fuck all to do with what's happened in that country abroad. So yeah. you're not telling me that six-year-old that's been looking forward to this WWE coming across it, regardless of what, you know, their mm. point of view is, what the parents' point of view is, what the Crown Prince's point of view is, what the Crown Prince has done. That six-year-old child's got fuck all to do with that, whatever happened in Turkey. Yeah. So you're, why isn't that child <laughs> allowed to enjoy wrestling the same as a six-year-old child would be in America? Yeah. That's the other point of view because it's not you take if you stopped going you're taking away a form of entertainment that we can ha- we can have and take for granted which they may not not necessarily get all the time. Why aren't they entitled to enjoy wrestling as well as us despite what's going on they've got that to do with their regime. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. It's it's whether it's basically it's taking the stance of politics mm. and wrestling are separate entities, which, which they should be, they should they be and they are. Um, the only, the only thing to me about it is they should have come out and basically said that if that's yeah. what it is, don't you know? Give us a load. Stephanie came out and made a statement and a load of bullshit about how oh, well it's bad business, blah blah blah. Mm. Just come out and say to us, look, we've, we're in a contract. If we break the contract, it's a legal shitstorm. Yeah. If the government steps in and says, you can't go and do it, that's then, your way out. then that's your way out. Cause then the government, you can't do anything about that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I understand that. Yeah. That, that kid that you talked about shouldn't miss out. Mm. And I agree with that. But 
don't bullshit us. If you're in a con, if you've signed a contract, which you have, you know, I, I mean, I consider myself a smart, yeah, a smart mark, whatever it is. But I would, I would wrestling fan. I work with a high IQ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I w- I don't know anything about what contracts they've signed or anything like that. As far as I know, somebody's gone. Here's some cash. Come and do a pay per view. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if there's a what kind of contracts there are behind it because then Ooh. how are Cena and Daniel Bryan going? I'm not coming. Yeah, and they don't work go. For the company as long as the company turns it's, up. That's um, fine. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, they're, they're tied into a ten year deal with whoever this. Billionaire business, owner yeah. or business guy, whatever. Um, and they basically he ba- they basically go to him. Who do you want to bring over? But then Daniel Bryan refused to go on the the country's views on homosexuality or something, right? And John Cena, I can't remember. His, I read his reasoning somewhere. I can't remember it. It was similar to Brian Bryan, but different. John Cena is a different sort of kettle of fish altogether because he's not a full time wrestler anymore. No, he's. Yeah. Trying to make himself a hell of a lot more mainstream, he's trying to become an actor now. The one thing he said he'd never do is like the one thing he'd never do. What's he doing currently? Now, you go to somebody who's never watched wrestling, yeah, and ask them who Daniel Bryan is. Don't know. They won't know. You ask them who John Cena is. Yeah, they'll know. Oh, it might be him from that film. Yeah. Yeah. He's now potentially doing more work in acting, getting Hollywood jobs and doing this, that and the other than wrestling. It's going to hurt his image a hell of a lot more, him individually. Yeah. Yeah, true. To get yeah. work in, in in Hollywood or any other acting job. Whereas Daniel Bryan, oh, he's, he works for WWE. So it's a WWE that would get the flack for that, mm. yeah. not Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it, I mean, it, makes, it, make, it does make sense because at the end of the day, John Cena is trying to do... Something that only one other wrestler I can say has ever done successfully, and that's the rap. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. trying to become a, a major player in something else. Mm. He's trying to extend his career after wrestling. Yeah, because no matter who you are you, uh, in wrestling, you can only last so long. Yeah, you know the bumps add up, the injuries add up. Yeah, if you can get out and go and do acting where you don't have to do those things and you have a stuntman then why wouldn't you do it? You exactly. get paid a damn well, sight more. They've been saying that like, Cena has neck issues, doesn't he? Like long-term neck yeah. issues. I'm not shocked. So. I'm not shocked. He looks like a slightly slimmer, more jacked uh, JBL now. Yeah, what's, yeah, what's well, with the haircut? I know. It's got to be for a role. It has <laughs> yeah. to be. It'll be for a role. Because, again, there's only so long that he can play the crew cut marine Yeah, true. Roles. He came back though. He's doing this film with Jackie Chan or whatever in in Beijing. Was he trying to be a stunt and... double? <laughs> yeah, that's why he slid down. <laughs> he, he comes on, back and he's like, "Been yeah, on I've all got, the I've gear. Got a new move. I'm going to debut against Elias and all this sort of thing." It's like it's got the lightning, the lightning fist or something. It's just a punch. Yeah, a weak looking punch. Yeah, you cunt. <laughs> he made yeah, you see, cunt. yeah, he did. And but that's part of the problem uh, in that if John Cena's coming back. John Cena should be losing. Yeah, to yeah, he needs to everyone. Put people over. I don't like. I don't, like, I don't mind when the Rock comes back and takes on John Cena and wins. That's fine because then you do it again and Cena goes over. Yeah, and you, that's fine. I don't mind stuff like that. But like, I mean, like I read don't some. I read. On him. I, yeah, I read somewhere recently the Rock's going to come back and beat Lesnar for the belt. That's the Saudis, though. I'd imagine. Yeah, but. 
Probably. The rock, well, if it is, the rock won't go. I can almost guarantee that he won't go. He gets paid like millions of dollars every episode he does of his TV show, and then he's got his movies on top of that. He don't need to go and tarnish his image going over there. Exactly. But it's like, is that something that we really want? I mean, I know Lesnar's part-time, and I don't really like the fact that it's just, ugh, screw the world title, just put it on Lesnar and fuck it. Again. Yeah. Again. It's it's literally a, we don't know what to do with it, fuck off. <laughs> because they had a plan with Reigns, and then, okay, I've got no, I've got no issues with him taking it, bowing out there, you can't. Yeah. This moment in time, the Intercontinental Belt's more important than the, than the Universal Belt. Yeah, but again, that's... That. It, but you say that, and then Shinsuke and Seth Rollins, was that not on the pre-show of Survivor Series? Well, that, what does that, does that tell you about no, the that US was main belt? Show, wasn't that it? was on the main card of Survivor Series. What does that tell you about the US belt? It don't mean shit. No, but that's because... It's a, a glorified coaster. Smack, yeah, but SmackDown don't mean shit if you look at Survivor Series. Well, yeah. that's true. Well, I did watch Survivor, so it didn't get really round to doing it. Cause I tried. I tried staying up for the Survivor series, fell asleep during the phone debate. What I called the BT phone book match, <laughs> which was um, Rollins and um, Shinsuke, because Shinsuke, Shinsuke's phoning it in. He yeah, does but... not want to be there. No, he's con- when his contract's up, he's fucking gone. Oh yeah, he's gone. He back to... is gone. But I don't. I can't blame him. Yeah. Okay. Fair he's, enough. He yeah. Like shit. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, I get that. He, I don't blame he's getting booked like shit. Put some effort in to show, okay, fair enough, why are we booking him like shit? He should be our champ. Yeah, Seth Shinsuke was main card. Right, It right. was uh, Team SmackDown and Team Raw was on the kickoff. Fair enough. I, I, I mean, uh, I was just looking at the order, the result, the mm. results were listed on whatever yeah. I read. Yeah. It was but, just a Facebook post. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. I went into a Wikipedia route. Yeah. You know, um, but again, it's... You know, like, like you say about Shinsuke... And He's that he not should... putting any effort in whatsoever. But what's he been given to do that? At the end of the day, this is the way I look at it. Yeah, but, okay. He he got matched against Jinder Mahal for the title. Bad idea. Because the crowd had nobody to get behind. Really. Yeah, you, the, the main roster crowd doesn't know anything about Shinsuke. Really. Um, Whose fault's that, though? They're booking. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm, agree- I'm agreeing. I'm saying this is the problem. And then, okay, he won, he won the Royal Rumble. AJ, gets the title shot against AJ Styles. Great. We all thought that's going to be amazing. Well, we said on the Royal Rumble, sh- not the Royal Rumble, the WrestleMania show, if you remember, mm. we said we were proper looking forward to this. It was going to be yeah. a match and that. And it ended up being an absolute fucking snore fest. Yeah, yeah, it was garbage. But the problem is then, okay, that match was garbage. But then the whole storyline was garbage after that. The mm. best thing about it was him going, me no speak English yeah. in his promos. And then they told him to stop doing it. Great. Yeah. So what do we have to enjoy? Nothing. He just kicks him in the nuts all the time. Great storyline. Great but, storytelling there, folks. But this is the thing, <laughs> great, though. Great heel work. Yeah. But, but <laughs> he said sarcastically. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. How do you make a point without hurting your character? How do you mean? Without like getting in the bad graces of like the bookers or people behind the scenes, bust your fucking ass in the ring when you've got a match in that, your every single match that you do in that ring. If you're not happy with your booking, prove them fucking wrong. Put some effort in and put on a decent match. You're not always given the opportunity to. Yeah, yeah but when you do, like you've got on a pay per view. Because when you've got you got like 
with WWE especially as well, you've got like the writers, then you've got creative, and then you've got the agents, which mm-hmm. like, okay, this is how you do the match, this is what I want you to do in it, and this is how you're going to get this across. Then you, yeah. For the finish, just, uh, yeah, just kick him in the nuts, and you get DQ'd. Yeah. This, this you is got, it. You've got, got five I, I, minutes. I, it, you know, I get the impression <laughs> in NXT they're told, here's a time slot, here's who's going over. Go. Yeah. And that's why, you, you, like, you watch, when you watch it, no match is the same. Mm. And there's no, you know, there's none of this, there, there's almost no bullshit. And then I watch the main show, or and I just think, wow, they've been horrendously misused. Yeah. But it's like they don't have the opportunity to build their character in the ring. They are told, oh, right, well, you look a certain way or this, and uh, well, just do that then. Mm. Like, when Shinsuke first debuted and he beat Cena, and he dropped him, if you yeah. remember rightly, yeah, and it was a, it was a half decent match, but ever since then, it, you know, he won the rumble, mm. but it's been a down it's been a downward spiral, yeah, basically ever since. Mm. And I think they've basically it, it appears as though they've basically gone, no, this is where you, this is this is your this is where you are, and that's it. There's too, there's too many you know there's you know this spot this spot this spot. And they lead in so yeah. to each other, so to speak. Whereas on NXT, you you know you get given the finish, and that's it. Go mm. go do twenty thirty minutes. You're hoping. You're hoping. <laughs> you know, but like, I don't know. It just it it makes me worried every time somebody gets called up to the main roster, mm. because they just get they just get mishandled. Yeah. Or not even mishandled. They get swallowed up. Is, Almost. Speaking of the debuts and what have you, during the uh, Survivor Series kickoff, there were vignettes for uh, Lars Sullivan. There was. Yeah. Up. Now, what are you thinking? That's going to what's what they're going to use? How they're going to use Lars Sullivan? Well, they're going to send him to Raw, put him against jobbers. Um, he's going to be facing like the local job, local indie talent, as they call them now. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to get like misused. Well, this this is my problem. You're sending him to Raw, mm-hmm. which has Braun Strowman. He's out injured. Well, whatever. It did have Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Aaron Corbin. All these guys. Bork Lesnar. Bork Lesnar. All built like, all build and built as monsters. Yeah. In air quotes. What's Lars Sullivan? Uh, a slightly smaller version of all of those. Oh, so he's where does he fit? He's going to be yeah. the next Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, essentially. The, this, but the thing is, in NXT, he he suit he fits. He's the only one who's like him on NXT. Mm. He's the only. He's fucking good as well. Yeah, he's the only monster. Yeah, and he gets billed like a monster, and he's it, like a Snitsky who can wrestle. Yeah. It's awesome. It, to be yeah. fair, it's awesome, and his entrance is so unique as well. Yeah, and I get the impression that when he comes up to the main roster, it's literally going to be, oh no, forget that bit of the entrance that's really cool at the beginning, where we, you know, you have the scream and then you stand and whatever, just just walk out, fuck it, yeah, just walk um, out, be local get, jobber, and then we'll have you lose to Ziggler. We'll get, get rid of Lars and just call him Sullivan. Yeah, feed me more. 
Oh, sorry, that's the wrong wrestler, isn't it? <laughs> no, no but... he's going to become the new Heidenreich. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Reading poetry to fucking Michael if, Cole. If, no, but he is if, because... If, if Ryback and Heidenreich had a love child, it would <laughs> yeah, be Lars Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this is the problem, because on NXT, he is billed as being... Yeah, okay, he's, you know, he's a monster and whatnot, but he's billed as being really smart mm. as well. So that it, I can see it going exactly like that. And him, you know, would you not maybe pair him with someone like how you've got like Ziggles and McIntyre? Ziggles and McIntyre helps Ziggler more than McIntyre. <laughs> McIntyre looks like a beast at the minute. To be fair, he he's getting booked relatively well because Vince McMahon loves him. Good, he's actually quite good. <laughs> he has got better. No, I mean, like they, could you see them doing man. something like that in like a fantasy booking? Like if they did that for. Sullivan. Sullivan. But like, who are you going to book? He's who? the bigger guy. I go, like, put him with a smaller guy. Like who? Alexa Bliss. <laughs> well, no, you, the thing is, Team Little Big. I really like Team Little Big from the Mixed Match Challenge the year before. But now they don't have it this year, so it's like, I'm not even... What, what well, was that? What was that? Strowman and Bliss? Strowman and Bliss, Team That's Little because Big. because there was all sorts of wrestling erotica going around where basically... Yeah, was... where, ba- <laughs> where basically Broad Strowman was splitting her in half. <laughs> yeah, but it was hilarious. <laughs> And they you know like, that's why. Like, I know that is why, but it, the chemistry seemed really good. Oh, what? It was really funny. Yeah, there was lots of sexual tension there, obviously. And it was yeah. meant booked that way, but you had all this fucking, basically, wrestling erotica, where basically Broadstrom was using her as a penis sleeve. Well, <laughs> look, whatever, whatever the reason was behind it, I still enjoyed watching that. More than I do watching Braun Strowman and Ember Moon, who have no chemistry and no character between them, to say, oh, they they'd actually make a good team. Like Miz and Asuka work work really well together for some reason. They do work really well. Yeah. So that's this is it. I mean, I I don't watch the mixed match times. Don't get me wrong, mm. but. This year, I have no reason to. At least last year, I'd like you know, I'd watch the highlights just because it was hilarious. Mm. But you know, back to the point, I don't know who you could stick Lars Sullivan with because his character is a loner. That's kind of the point. What? Put him with Elias. Does could, Elias need a bodyguard? No. Elias is a is a huge man. Really? <laughs> they, they can be the wandering hobos. Do you know what you could do? Um, if he's not getting over on his own, what you could they do... He could have a bindle. A bindle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. So what you could do, if he's not getting over on his own and he's stagnant and what have you, take him off TV for a couple of weeks, maybe... And, or if you're going to bring him up straight away, you could do this. Bring back Bray Wyatt as a heel. Oh, and put him in the like. But a new give wire Bray thing. Wyatt something fresh. What would you do with Bray Wyatt though? Not kill, what he's kill doing him now. now. Mm. Put him in the way of old Yeller. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Take him out back you, with a shotgun. How would you repackage Bray Wyatt now? Well, uh, the, the problem can. is, you can't bring back Husky Harris. No, uh, God. I, I would at this point. I'd consider it. Fuck off. He'd be more over than Bray Wyatt. 
a tank with a Ferrari engine, it'd go fucking nowhere. <laughs> I never got, I never got that. It'd go fucking I nowhere. That, I never got that <laughs> reference, man. It's the tank with a Ferrari engine. What? With less power than an actual fucking tank. <laughs> exactly. How fucking stupid. <laughs> well, well the but pop, people said he was a Ferrari with a tank engine. Holy shit. Yeah. The, the problem is, like, when he first debuted, he cut that. Amazing promo on the the video package. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I, I, I created war and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like going on like like a conspiracy mad tinfoil hat wearing guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then there was none of that. Yeah. He's like, what is it? He's going on. He's like, um, you people are all sheep. You understand me? And all that. He yeah. got on the pocket yeah, yeah, yeah. mad one, and that's how every promo she did should have been. Yeah. Yeah. So he came out and beat up Kane for a bit. And then after that, every time he did these little promos and stuff, and he had his little creepy videos and all that sort of thing, he'd set up a match, a pay-per-view, then lose. Yeah. And it happened every time, and then they did the whole thing, the ring with the maggots and that, where the video... Fucking awful. Awful. They did that, and again, like he's slowly getting over, and he's getting over, to the point where the people got the phones out, doing the fireflies, still losing. Still doing the weird, creepy promos, the compound burnt down, all that sort of thing. Oh, fucking garbage. Got Orton as part of the Wyatt family. No, but he's... And all that, still lost. Like That worked first time with Daniel Bryan, didn't it? Yeah, but this this is this is my problem. Uh, again, we're talking about somebody who's... In NXT, he was this, you know, whatever you... Preacher. Yeah. yeah, you know, talking all the crazy shit and the video packages were all there, but he was winning. Yeah. And his the the Wyatt family was winning. They were tag champs, blah blah blah. Yeah. Main roster losing. Yeah. If you lose your debut feud, you might as well pack it in. Honestly. Didn't they win the debut feud? What against Kane. Um, Kane. You yeah, but by, by a fuckery. But yeah, by a fuckery, but that was the idea of the Wyatt family. Well, not really. He was supposed to be like he was supposed to be formidable on his own. Yeah, yeah but in that story, that match, yeah, he's formidable on his own. His followers are meant to follow him in everywhere. They literally went through fucking fire to help him. Yeah, I know, I know, so, I know what you, I know what you're saying, but it's like name name a name a feud that he actually won after that, other than when he won the title. There isn't one. Exactly. But he started off strong. Yeah, and then they shit all over it. And then they shit it. all over it, yeah. Well, admit that so, You know, that. they just they just watered him down every single... Every promo became more and more watered down and less and less interesting. Yeah. And as good as it was him getting part of the Havat Hardy and all that lot, it watered his character down to McChronic to being a cartoon character. Yeah. yeah. And, and now, then, like I say, it, like, now they disappeared because um, Matt Hardy's spine's basically fused to his... Hips or something, yeah. Um, oh, right, fair enough. I did so not realise that. All the leg drops over the years. Right. It was well, that one they did off the top of the cages like that, just fucked my back up. Right. Pretty much. Yeah, so fair enough. That's why he walks funny. When he's in the ring, he always seems slightly hunched over. Yeah, yeah. He hobbles so, about. I'm not saying there's yeah. another a couple of matches left in him, because I think even he's not ruled that out. But... To be fair... He's, at, not, got more, he's not got many in him. Now. At, at this point, why don't you just have him manage anyway? A crazy heel manager. Yeah. Even a face. Fuck it. People are going to cheer him anyway. Fuck it. It, you know, that, the, the, you know, the, there's, it there looks you go. Like, there you go. You've just fixed Lars Sullivan. Have Matt Hardy as his manager. Yeah. 
Yeah, I suppose you could do. I mean, I, I, Coxie's I, smiling. I don't, I don't mind Lars <laughs> Sullivan on a mic, <laughs> but I just had the idea of him like walking out that like reincarnation. <laughs> oh, throw his Bray Wyatt in. Now comes Lars Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then like, like, Bray just like floats past dead on the boat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking harpoon sticking out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jeff Hardy's whistle harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. like, Lars just looks at me. He's like, was that you? He just looks at him and just walks off. <laughs> and <he's, laughs> Mark just looks at Senor Benjamin. It's like, what happened? He's like, see, Senor. <laughs> <laughs> Dispose of the bolt of fire. His little kids there with like with a harpoon gun, just like <laughs> just stroking it. <laughs> but, no, you know, I don't think I don't think you can say Bray Wyatt is the is the, the true answer. I, you could I don't also think... using the lake of reincarnation as well. You could actually bring back Husky Harris that way. Nobody you wants actually could. You'd have to see that the the very white attire just floating on top yeah. of the lake. But you could imagine and he walks the, out. He's got a pair the, of black got... trunks here next to you on just sort of float towards. Yeah, he's got, he's got the Nexus armband on coming out as well. <laughs> Jesus! Oh. He just says, that, "I'm the tank with a Ferrari engine." <laughs> Thing. <laughs> vroom vroom <laughs> that would be his promos as well his finisher would be like the, like the whole train but he starts it as like he just goes vroom vroom just, just runs, runs across into the ring very slowly because he's a tank with a Ferrari engine yeah. <laughs> my power to weight ratio isn't very good <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but I can turn on a dime <laughs> <laughs> I've got a zero zero turning circle <laughs> and Bunker's like, yes, yes, make it happen. No, no, <laughs> m- m- I-, I can't comprehend this. I can move very slowly, but I can turn on the spot. <laughs> but yeah, very white shit. Send it back to de- developmental. Let's come up with something new. Fuck it. <laughs> Send it back to NXT. Let's have something interesting happen. Well, uh, Trips did say after the War Games, uh, he did a conference call, and he did say he's like, "Oh yeah, with no qualms, like sending people back to NXT or sending people to NXT, yeah, like, if needed, yeah, do it. I can send fucking Nia Jax there. <laughs> are, are we moving straight on to this topic, or are we continuing with? <laughs> I think we've done all we can with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I think we've killed Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I would send him back to NXT. Fuck it, come up with something new." I mean, it's hard to change. The, the the problem is, it's like it's like one of the quotes that they always had about David Boy Smith. How many times can you repackage somebody who looks that way? Yeah. How many times can you repackage Bray Wyatt because he's always going to look a certain way, and you're always going to know it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So exactly. How, how can you repackage him? And it's difficult, but you have to take mm-hmm. him off TV for a number. But how bothered is how bothered is he going to be though when he can sit at home and fuck JoJo repeatedly? I thought that went tits up. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that went tits up. I'm not aware of. Because his wife, like, filed for divorce and was yeah. taking half his money. Or more than. Oh, well, it's a little jammy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, well, just before we move on from Bray Wyatt, when do you think he's coming back? I reckon it's going to be Royal Rumble. Rumble. Six months. You mean, it's now... The, the Royal Rumble. after WrestleMania. 
Either that, yeah. or it's either that or Royal because now it's we've passed Survivor Series. You've got TLC. What's the point in coming back for TLC when Royal Rumble come on player? Well, the thing you, well, off right, with TLC, uh, not with TLC, the Rumble, you can do it where it's going to be like, oh, anyone could appear. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're going to do that whole thing. But. It's Royal Husky Harris! <laughs> I could just see them him coming back in the same old Bray Wyatt gimmick and everyone just shits on it, hopefully. Yeah. If yeah, he but, does. I mean, he just. There's always going to be a n- number of people in the crowd that don't shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> But new theme, new gimmick, new finisher, new attire, yeah. new, new look. Name. Even if it's the same name. Same name, yeah, but just yes. completely different. Change everything about him. Make him a trucker. Yeah. Any Anything. It needs to be something new. <laughs> oh, dear, no. Make him come out to convoy. <laughs> How would you pull he, the shit out of your ass? I don't know. <laughs> he... he uh, <laughs> But then he, he comes could, out of the whole train. He, <laughs> he could form. He could form a tag team with Elias and be the Elias can be the hitchhiker. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. I'm not suggesting that they be like hitchhikers, oh. but I'm suggesting Elias does the cover for the song, and he just he's doing it. We've got a great big convoy. <laughs> but no, no, but in all seriousness, though, that. Them as a tag team, I suppose you could make... As long as they don't, they don't go with um, the James Hunt and Bob thing. Remember the rules of the road. <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll get along fine. But, <laughs> well, yeah. We're after WrestleMania. Something brand new. That's what you need. Yeah, it's easy. But then I could see them calling up someone like... Velveteen Dream. I wouldn't dream, bring him. Dream, I don't. don't I wouldn't. Yeah. Dream up. Yeah. Dear God, don't. Maybe dream, but I could see them going like Alistair. I think Alistair no. Black more unlikely. It's. It, I think Alistair Black. It's his time. Because think about it. He basically debuted not long after the first UK tournament. Well, he did. Yeah. So, but he, he, that, he, I'd, pre- he, I'd prefer to see him on NXT UK if he's going to go down that route. What Alistair Black? Yeah. Problem is, he's been in NXT. So it's more of a sideways move. So yeah, I, but they've, I, I they've, state, they've stated before, like they said, there is going to be people who are career NXT guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. that don't get called up, but then they're happy in NXT. They're happy having the longer, harder hitting matches and stuff. Like Cassie right. Soto, less said about his hard, hard hitting matches. Yeah, that he had to take over. Oh fucking hell! But yeah, this, but, uh, yeah, you, Cassie Soto is a whole put, topic. You, yeah. put him, you put him against Matt Riddle. Bro. Yeah, I'm already bored of. Bro. Bro. I'm bored of that. I'm done with it. Anyone that sounds like Steve-O on mic, I can't take serious. <laughs> it's... His gimmick is that he's high, yeah? Yeah. Well, his gimmick is that he's like a... A surfer. Former MMA fighter. I, I know that. Well, I, I watched him fight. Yeah. He's a former UFC fighter turned pro wrestler who smokes and says bro a lot. Yeah, that's not a really interesting gimmick. It's just yeah. like, mm. it's like, yeah. But like I say, he sounds like Steve-O and I could just imagine him getting squashed <laughs> by Umaga. Yeah. Get, get squashed by Umaga and get something goes, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair. I'm, I'm expecting to get his old face tattooed on his back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what's the film? It's called Son of NXT. 
<laughs> and they're all like Alistair and like old dog and stuff and just getting blown up and then at the end Matt Riddle just goes yeah bro <laughs> and just walks <laughs> off and trips comes along on a, a walker and then yeah. to, to Eli- and old Elias just walks along in the background going now 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 <laughs> 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 but yeah hello I'm Elias <laughs> welcome to NXT <laughs> new, new, new. That's, that's what your character Rogar could do in the future he's learnt a new strum <laughs> it's a jackass theme <laughs> possible <laughs> <laughs> yes if you want to hear more of James Bunkle you can hear him on the, the Gunpowder Trees and No Plot podcast there you go sneaky plot <laughs> You can do. <laughs> but no, like I say, Matt Riddle, not... Yeah, I, I minute, not I, I'll give him yet. another chance, but I'm not convinced. And I'm not convinced I'd, he's going to go anywhere. I'd say he probably needs a takeover match. To probably. A proper takeover, a proper takeover match. Cassius yeah. Sono, well, he's never, he, he is the definition of a career NXT. Mm. He is literally enhancement talent now. Yeah. Um, and... You know what? I'm all right with that. I'm that's fine. fine. That. That's Just a, that's put some, put some proper pants on, mate. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to see your celly line and all even, that jazz. Well, even put so, just put some on. like, like say some actual like, you know, tights. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's what I mean. Put on some long pants. Yeah, yeah, or shorts or something. Mm. You know, but we've all seen big guys. I mean, look at Vader. Yeah. Why couldn't he have like, for example, obviously the long leg, like sort of like, yeah. you know, single the full singlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have that instead but of having this stupid vest on. Have you seen Mastiff in NXT? Yes. The, no. There was a they showed a video on Facebook like right. uh, Mastiff and T Bone backstage. Yeah. And Mastiff has like a singlet on, but it's got like the red V, and it says Mastiff or Dave or something. Oh right, okay. Like, That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen? Uh, speaking of uh, NXT UK, have any of you seen it yet? No, uh, not no, yet. not yet. I have. I've been watching and normal NXT. <laughs> at the minute, they're obviously character building. Yeah. I've seen the first five episodes. Right. And they're all at the Cambridge um, Corn Exchange at the minute. Yeah. It's a bit of a strange setup because I've got like all the crowds on one side of the ring. And you've got a little bit along the sides. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're coming down a stage and it's like a, a ramp is parallel with the stage. So they go around, they have to go like, come out the thing and they do like a U turn. And then another U-turn to come down the stage. Oh, right. Okay, that sounds it's weird. A, it's, a, it's a unique setup, and I yeah. don't know if I like it or not. Right. <laughs> they make for weird run-ins. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go this. Oh, I'm going to get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But they've had, like, a few, like, main events, sort of, like, you got an hour show. Yeah. And there was, I think, was it Pete Dunn versus Noam Dar? Yeah, that yeah. was Was a half-an-hour clinic. Nice. It was fucking amazing. Noam Dar. They've been showing two books. episodes, haven't they, a week at the yeah. last, last yeah. week and the week before to catch up to the current product or something. Right, yeah. right. Because so. it, it's fucking, it's good. They're doing oh, a lot I of character build up. I don't doubt it's good. I mean, they got they got the jobbers there as well. They've got actual jobbers there yeah. who I've never heard of. And there was one match where he was wrestling Dave Mastiff, and he, it was so funny because he basically tried to do a splash on him. <laughs> Mast- he tried to do like a running, like you know, cross body. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Massive, and he just fucking... Massive just stood there and he bounced off him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Massive's looked at what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but guess who... Uh, do you know, one of our favourites, um, Leguero. Yeah. He's actually looking like he's getting pushed. Oh, I'm not shocked. 
which is great because he's like he's got a unique gimmick in that yeah. division. He's got a unique look. He's, yeah, he's he's a Mexican from Leeds. He's a Mexican from Leeds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But that was his that was his gimmick on the Indies. obviously I'll call yeah, it the Indies. It was now. when when they had him on the Indy on the Indies. Yeah. With quotation fingers here, people at home. When he was El Guerrero. Um, yeah. And it's like the only word he'd say was Ariba. Ariba and C. Yeah. But then like Mastiff from shit all over his gimmick going, You speak English for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But he's come to the obviously NXT UK, he speaks English, it's like I've only heard you speak English once. That's when you bought a Nintendo off me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, don't, it's really, it's like, you've broken character. You're not little Legero anymore. <laughs> Just call yourself Simon Musk and I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know the crowd are not unwilling to let go of that gimmick because when they're in the crowd and they, you hear it in the uh, on the show, you hear them chanting El Legero. Yeah. So it's like, you're still Mexican to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to them, don't yeah. it? But they explain why he wore the mask and stuff like that because he was dead shy, and they, that was why he wore the mask. And then because he wore it for that long, it became a part of who he was in the ring. Mm. So they gave the mask a backstory. Yeah, mm. that's good because I never knew what. There was fl- never a thing like no. just, here's all the Gero. Okay. Yeah, but they're giving it. He a comes sort out of, and as he goes, a rebar. Yeah, but they're giving it a sort of a backstory, okay. which is great because it explains to new re characters. Well, that's re- kind of needed though. If always with a mask, like you look at Mysterio, there's like, there's a backstory to the mask. Yeah, mm. but they gave the story for the mask for people who have just started to watch it. Like for example, people in America don't know yeah. who Alagero is. Yeah. So we thought, oh right, who's the, why is he wearing a mask? Oh, that's why he's wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, it also concerns me now they've got the backstory and have put some value on the mask, so they might potentially in a massive feud one day say, right, mask versus hair, and he loses. Yeah, and then he could take mm, it maybe, off. Yeah. And it takes pretty much ninety percent of his character away. Mm. So I'm a little bit worried in that respect, but at the same time, I'm impressed that they've put some time and effort into giving the mask the story. mask a story. But yeah. then the, the mask can be merchandise. Yeah, yeah, there's that as well. So, so especially that because it's a very unique mask. Yeah, yeah with the horns. With the horns, stuff. yeah. Yeah, you see, I, I mean, I, I am going to watch NXT UK. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm looking forward to watching it. I, I mean, I, I'm quite intrigued by the idea of the, you know, the being only guys who are ever in NXT. Like Johnny Gargano seems like one of them type of people who'd only ever be in NXT. Yeah, but. It'd be quite interesting to see him on, you know, like crossing both shows, yeah. like Pete Dunne does. Yeah, Pete Dunne's the the champ, so you'd expect that. Pete Dunne's like, shit, if I'm honest. Yeah, he is the shit. But like, you know, you look at somebody that say Noam Dar, who was on Two Hundred Five Live, mm. and he's now on NXT UK. Yeah, yeah. I prefer. I'm. I'm more happy that he's on NXT UK than in, I was that he was in Two Hundred Five yeah. Live. Mm. NXT, NXT UK seemed a bigger deal than Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, if I'm honest. I mean, uh, people, well, shout out to Dave Anderson, who always says 205 Live is the best little wrestling show that you are definitely not watching. Because, well, I, I don't feel like I have the time to watch it. No. Yeah. But it's, 205 Live is going the same kind of way as NXT is with the matches and stuff. So I could almost see them phasing 205 Live out and putting the Cruiserweight belt in NXT. But here's the thing as well, you know it's been booked better and it's actually getting a bit of a buzz because Cruiserweight was always, Cruiserweight belt was always guaranteed to be defended on the fucking pre-show. 
yeah. Survivor Series, where it's you know traditionally it's literally Survivor tag matches, not singles. Yeah. 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 And it was on the main card. Yeah. The cruiserweight match, Mustafa Ali versus is it Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy, Murphy was on the main event, main card. Yeah. Well, mm. apparently they've been having barnstormers. Yeah. Right, every week. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably I'll try and catch at least one of their matches at some point. You know, I think it's tri- Trips is more in control of two hundred five, isn't he now? Yeah. He is now. Yeah. So that's probably it's probably why. Yeah. But you know, it's. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm quite. I'm quite interested to see how you know how they develop the you know the the shows basically because NXT UK and NXT are, are essentially going to be parallel is the way that mm. it seems to me. And Two Hundred Five Live seems to be again on a similar level yeah. type of thing. So you know that you could almost have cross you know people going across all three shows, mm. which to me would be. You know that's that's way more interesting than what they're doing on the main roster. Someone like Noel yeah. Dark could do that. Yeah, but like, look at, I mean, you know, you look at say, well, I always think Johnny Gargano just because he's in the, always in the main event. It seems, or he always seems to be up and around there. Even though mm. I don't personally like him, I think his new heel persona is a bit better. Having watched Takeover, that match was uh, insane. Yeah, that match was pretty pretty yeah. awesome. Um, you know, but he's small enough to be a cruiserweight champ. He's good enough to be an NXT champ. And to be honest, he had a pretty decent match with Pete Dunne for yeah. the UK title. So he could easily float across all three. Yeah. Even Champa could probably float across all three Champa's if he wanted to. too heavy though to go on the uh, UK. 205 line. Yeah, he's too heavy for that. Yeah, probably. But you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, I'm just... You know, spitballing names, yeah, type of thing. Mm. But I think it's quite it's quite interesting what they're doing in that. They almost you're basically saying your developmental has brands, yeah. You know, yeah, I get is, what you're saying. That's yeah, it's just pretty. It makes it all more interesting to me. <laughs> but yeah, get watching NXT UK because I think it's going to fucking explode. And whether they're going to have their own pay per views or not, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with it. Um. I would say if they... The, the, I'm guessing if they're going to, it's going to be next year before they have a special. Yeah. Because they're going to have to build up to it and all that sort of thing. This is what I mean. I don't know um, if they're going to... Well, it wouldn't make sense to incorporate it with the NXT they've got card. These, no. these, these tapings this week, isn't there, in Liverpool? Yeah. And then that's it for the year. Um right. But I'm guessing they're going to record... Yeah, say six hours or whatever of yeah. TV, so that'll take them forward yeah. into yeah. 2019 or whatever, so then yeah. come... Next month and go, yeah, we're doing dates at these places in the UK. Tickets yeah. are on sale now or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It would be quite... I mean, it is interesting. Uh, um, if they are doing... I won't, I almost don't want them to do pay-per-views. I don't want them to be part of the NXT cards because I don't think it needs They're to be. They're going to have too yeah. many belts to go on the NXT yeah. card. Because you're gonna, you've got obviously you've got the UK tournament. Oh, UK, UK championship. You've yeah, got the women's, women's championship, and, and they're going to have the... tag belts as yeah. well. Yeah. So you're going to have so... too many, too much coverage. Because yeah. if you put all three of those on the same NXT card, you're going to take half of NXT up minimum. But the, the... Unless you unless you extend NXT takeover another hour, which ain't going to well, work. Matt, yeah, you see, I was going to say what you. I mean, unless you did, unless I, I was going to suggest doing like. 
so for your NXT shows, do champ v champ matches, mm. but then you lose kind of the building the storylines on the main show. And when you have belt changes on takeovers, if you do that. Exactly. What, what I could see happening is them doing their own sort of like semi-pay-per-view sort of event, special events like Cox has just said, yeah. but bringing back the old names like Rebellion and Insurrection for the NXT UK brand. Yeah. So any um, NXT UK dot dot Insurrection yeah. or Rebellion, yeah, or they'll bring something maybe. else up. Or keep, yeah, or it, to be fair, even I, I'd be happy if they stuck to two pay per views a year. Mm. Mm. It would make that? them mean more. Do one, do one, say WrestleMania weekend or week after WrestleMania, yeah, and do one, you know, SummerSlam timey, and then the rest of the time you're just building up to your pay per views. Mm. Mm. That you know what Good I mean. Thing. Like the, the reason NXT takeovers work so well is that there's. They're not every month. They're yeah. with the big four, aren't they? They're with the big four. And that's why it works so well and it makes you, you get amped up for it. Mm. Like, I don't mind seeing it. Like, Alistair Black um, losing his title on NXT TV. I don't have a problem with that. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't mind there being title changes on actual TV. To be fair, it freshens should, it up a little bit. There should be more. There should be more. There should be, you yeah. know. But I also like the idea of having long title runs. Like, Pete Dunne, should continue to run with that motherfucker. You know what I mean? In fact, they're pushing him for that. Five year champ. Five year champ. They're pushing yeah. that fact, aren't they? Because he has been champ for over 500 days. Yeah. yeah. And he's, they've billed him as the uh, longest reigning champ of any kind in the modern era. Yeah. yeah and I don't have a problem with that. And people, the uneducated are going like, well, he's not defended it. He's defended it everywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. not just defended it in, in a WWE ring. He's defended it in... Are in rings all over the country and all yeah. over the world. Yeah, yeah. Progress, ICW. Yeah. The f- you I can't think where else. But this, is, but this is it. Like it, it's, you know, I, I, I'd like long tire reigns. I like the idea of long tire reigns. You know, yeah. chopping and changing all the time makes no sense to me. Having it on a part timer makes no, little mm. to no sense to me. But Pete, like you say, Pete Dunn's not just defending it in NXT or on NXT UK or on takeovers. He's defending it. You know, it, well, on the indie circuit, yeah. in air quotes. Yeah. Yeah? And, okay, so you don't see it, but that doesn't matter. If You know, not everybody watches it, every bit of wrestling. We've just said that. Yeah. And the job that he's doing, but to add prestige to it. Yeah. I mean... That's how you build dip, prestige on a belt, though. Yeah, dipping into TakeOver. How much of, how, how much of a superstar did Pete Dunne look mm. in, that, yeah. in that War Games match? But because of that, it rubs off on the UK Championship. Yeah. Because you look at the roster for NXT UK, you think, well, hang on a minute, someone's got to beat him for that belt. How good is he? Yeah. And he builds that belt up. To to me, at the minute, on parallel with the NXT Championship. Yeah. Well, I said there was well, one. That's how it should be. That I was, that's how it yeah. should be. Parallel championship. Of course for that. it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, there was one because uh, I've been catching up with NXT recently. It was a couple of well, maybe four or five weeks before Takeover. Mm. This Takeover, there was a match with Ricochet, Adam Cole, and Pete Dunne, um, and I think the North American ta- Championship was on the line. I can't. Might have been on the line or whatever. Yeah. But Pete Dunne actually takes the pinfall loss in that match. Mm. And I was 
quite upset by that because I was <laughs> upset's maybe the wrong word, but it was he hit the he hits the bitter end on Adam Cole, yeah. and then Ricochet basically springboard four fifties from the other side of the ring all the way across onto top of Pete Dunne who's making the pin and then gets the pinfall. But to me, it should never have pin Pete Dunne. Yeah. Because that makes your North American champion look like he can beat your UK champ, mm. which devalues the UK belt. Mm. When Adam Cole is there to to take the pinfall. Yeah. That's why I was I was watching it like Adam Cole has to take the pinfall here. But the thing is that they've pushed the Undisputed Era to the moon and at the same time they're um, pushing this storyline between Pete Dunn and Ricochet. Yeah. So it does make a sense in a way to pin Pete Dunn yeah. to further the mm. storyline. Oh no, I, I I agree now having watched more. Yeah. It's just at that point in time, like two weeks earlier we had Ricochet versus Pete Dunn and it was it was good. Yeah. And but Undisputed Era interrupted, and as you'd expect. But then I just I just thought at that moment in time I was just kind of like I don't like seeing Pete Dunn get pinned. I just didn't like it at that yeah. point in time. Obviously, then takeover happened and they both got the pinfall on mm. Cole at the end. Spoiler alert! But that was it was good. Mm. It, it felt it, you the know, way that it was, felt right to build up their feud. The way yeah. that match ended at takeover was fucking perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect because yeah. they both had their issues with the disputed era and Pete yeah. and, and Adam Cole. Yeah, so it made baby, baby yeah, <laughs> and it made sense for them both to put their arms across yeah. to hit the finish. Both hit the finisher and pin him at the same time. Yeah, and at the same time, you also build this character storyline on for them too. Yeah, when they're showing respect to each other in the ring, and in a way, also they're both holding their belts up. And it puts them on an equal footing, if not yeah. elevates both yeah. belts. Yeah. My only issue is, is if they do do it again, Pete Dunne kind of has to win. <laughs> really. I'm well, it makes so. sense as well, because if you did it so there's no belts on the line, you know for a fact Pete Dunne's winning. Because it elevates... Because you don't want... If you're putting programming on your network, you don't want it to, you know, people just not bother watching it. You want people to think, oh shit, you know, he's NXT UK champion. We better go and check it out. Mm. Where if he gets pumped out to someone that's on a mid card belt on NXT, you think, oh well, fuck it. Yeah, yeah but, that, but is that not what they're doing? They're kind of putting it on the same level as the North American title, not the actual NXT title. Is yeah, that but that's, how, we've got a slight like think they possibly are, yeah. Yeah, but you've got to realise as well, but, our point of view, we're going to be. Sort of like, well, we know this guy, we know that guy, we know the guy. We're going to fucking definitely watch NXT UK and watch it. NXT UK might be a hard sell to people, American viewers, for example, because they think, well, why would I bother watching them? It's the same reason why they would watch NXT. I remember seeing Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong and... In PCW. Yeah, all over... Well, we saw him in PCW, yeah. but someone, for example, who's not been at the PCW, uh, who's there? I don't know. Um, but they've all they've all been in ROH as well. Yeah, there's yeah. loads of ROH. They've so... all done the indie circuit in America. Odds are, you've probably seen, if you're a wrestling fan, you go to indie shows. You've probably seen someone that's on NXT UK, in yeah. NXT two TV now. Yeah. So you're like, well, I recognise him. I yeah. know him, I saw him, I'll get behind him because it's like one of your guys that you've seen. It's like anyone I see that's on NXT UK now, like, um, they're not NXT UK, NXT, like Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him a few times, I'm like, 
he's yeah, I like him. He's one of my, he's he's one of mine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you're gonna follow it that for that reason because you're like, well, I've seen him, I recognise him, yeah. I followed his career on the Indies. Let's see how he does. Yeah, see the, what they do in the big leagues, so to speak. Yeah, same with me, like Dave Mastiff. I want to see how he does on NXT UK. Noam mm. Dar. Yeah. Things like I, I was really excited when he got signed up to like WWE because it wasn't going straight to NXT. He was going straight up to the fucking main roster. In fact, his debut match was on Raw. Yeah. It was on Raw. Mm. And he still had the Chris Travis band on when he was on on Raw TV. Yeah. So, you know, I was really excited. And obviously, I was a bit disappointed how he was booked in 205 Live. He was made, you know, basically given a comedy sort of like yeah. thing. And then he made, was part of one of Enzo's little mm. troop, wasn't he? And then he got injured. And that was probably the best thing that fucking happened to him because he managed to escape that. Yeah. <laughs> But think about it now. If you're not and got injured, would you have got into the shape he's in now? Probably not. Probably not. Mm. So, yeah, it's probably like I say, NXT is probably NXT UK is probably going to be a harder sell to American fans because yeah. they've not been able to follow the talent before they got to NXT. I suppose. I suppose. But that's kind of the point of the UK tournament and the UK champion it to yeah. try and you know. Well, they're capitalising on the, the boom of UK it. wrestling because yeah. obviously the fan base is there. So they think, how do you how do you get even more fan base in by having their own product? Yeah. And then from there, you think, wow, that was ace. What else is on here? Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, they're watching the fucking ECW pay per views and things like that. Yeah. Well, they had that exposure with the UK tournament. To be fair, really. Yeah, but again, that was probably marketed towards us. I was listening. It was, to but it gives gives like the the, the uh, Yanks and stuff an exposure. It does. It does, but when I was when the Blackpool tournament was on, I was listening to obviously the, my usual wrestling podcasts, yeah. and not one of them was covering it. All the American ones weren't even asked. Mm. Mm. This current one never even covered it. They weren't even asked. Yeah. yeah. But all the UK podcasts and everything was like, right, UK tournament time. Let's get you know best yeah. thing in the world that's ever happened. <laughs> but the US weren't asked about it. Mm. So you know it's it's. That prod is for us. It's for us, the UK fans. It's they'll learn. They'll learn. So no, I say I just. I mean, I just. I look at like you know the takeover match between Bate and Dunn when Dunn won the title. That was a great advertisement for it. That, that was that's, why. That that's was how you advertise that show. But that was why it was on the card yeah. to show oh, yeah. that there's a UK product coming. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a UK belt. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. only reason they didn't fire it off. When they did, it was because it was like they had to shit themselves, thinking, "Oh God, world of sports happening." Because they had the pilot announced it all, and then world of sports shit themselves. Went, oh, oh, can't do it. Yeah, so right, NXT, NXT's going, we're going weekly on the network," and then world of sports like, "Yeah, we have got ten episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, do, we're doing a, 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 like a tour like next January, February." Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there was that. So then they only decided to air NXT UK. Literally a few weeks after WOS finished. Mm. Yeah, I suppose in a way, if it almost takes advantage of if if Will the Sport got anybody to watch the show. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, from travellers to musicians to those afflicted with mental or physical illnesses. There's really no subject that's off-limits, from movies to politics, and even controversial topics ranging from sex to drug reform and political correctness. 
So if you still believe in the art of conversation, are intrigued by healthy debates with different ideas and perspectives you may not have thought of, and want a podcast where every episode is about something different with a variety of guests, then this may be the podcast for you. You can hear us on YouTube and all your favourite podcast apps, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to hang out and listen to honest conversations with interesting people, then come to Genuine Chit Chat, where I'm your host, Mike Burton. Can we cover that briefly? What, will the spot? Yeah, because I watched we'll the entire quick, thing. We need to move on with yeah. stuff, so... Yeah, but uh, I watched the entirety of WOS. How, what did you watch? Six episodes. I'm up to episode five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it... We both, like I said, we did a small review of the first two episodes and we said it was all right. Did we, we do first four? We, no, we didn't do no, first, first two. two. Just first two. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, gonna do, we're gonna do three and four and we never got round to it. Never got round to it. You. Um but I ended up watching all of them. And <laughs> as um I was I've obviously been communicating with you two about how it is yeah. and what I've all I'm gonna say is it's goes downhill very quickly. I'm not even sure. But then you've had the advent of bloody is it free sports showing Rev Pro? Mm. And PCW. Yeah, I don't watch it. Yeah, so. we don't watch them. Um, PCW, it's, as far as I'm aware at the minute, I watched one episode. It's just old episodes, like old shows yeah. of like when they have like stars in WWE now, which is, to be fair is a good way of getting people into your product. Yeah. Yeah. The, the film in the Guildhall show for TV on the 29th of December. Good idea. And the film in Road to Glory. From the tower next year. See, that's a really good idea because you're going to get big, big audiences for that. And it, well, they've got they've got Tom Lawler for Black the Blackpool shows. Tom Lawler, yeah, for, uh, for Tom UFC. Lawler, UFC fighter. Oh right, okay. Former UFC fighter. Oh, they never really did and, anything. Um, PCO as well. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> no Bunker, Bunker shaking means. his head with like me and Paul are both like, oh, yeah. oh, someone's going to die. <laughs> Probably him. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, that's a really good shout. Mm. Really good shout because you're going to get, especially Tower, because Blackpool bid yeah. pay for a lot of that. So it's a really, really cheap venue. I think for, it's four shows as well doing at the Tower, possibly. It's not a bad idea. It's a good way of doing it. So, Put your big main shows there because yeah. you know for a fact you're going to get a couple of thousand people in there mm. because you only pay the booking fee. Yeah. It's basically a free ticket. If you just want to go for general seating, and you're going to get asses in seats yeah. doing that, and you, you, you can advertise, and you're going to get people coming from all over the northwest because if you're paying three pound for a ticket, it's fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to a WWE show, you're paying thirty quid for shite seats, or you can pay a tenth of the price for relatively decent seats. Yeah, and you got a view from anywhere, and you got a view from anywhere. Hmm. I mean, so, I've, seen, I've seen one show in there at PCW Ram in uh, the circus. I, was, I went with you. last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was last year. And it was a fucking great view that we got. Yeah. We could see everything. It's not like what I used to get when I used to stand near enough ringside. Mm. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You know, you, we were that close when they did a punch. We could fucking get sweat in us sometimes. But where we were sat, it was a great view. Mm. Great view. Um... There's no re. It, it's a really good idea because people aren't going to come. You can advertise it. You can go like, well, come, 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 get your seat, chant away, 
get a really good view from wherever the fuck you are, even in the shitey seats on the very top, because you sat over the fucking ring. Yeah. So even those would be fantastic. You know, it's... There's no reason why you can't drag people in for that. Mm. Get people standing outside. Go, Ruff, three quid. Come in. Free ticket here. Fucking come in. Come in. Yeah. Come watch some wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> Get out of the cold because it's in Feb- well, it's at January, isn't it? February. February, out of season. P- near Pigeon Weekend. Yeah. You know, get them in. Get your birds in there. I at it. Your bird. Literal, your bird and your bird. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. I'm going to have to put a pigeon death match. Pigeon death <laughs> match. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a good idea by him because it's got to it's going to make the it's going to make the product look a bigger deal because mm. you've got the bigger audience, you've got the bigger more noise, and yeah, obviously it's going to be a bit more watered down. It's going to be a bit more of a family sort of an orientated show, which is what I think they should do. Have the family orientated shows in the circus, but in Evoke at Preston or wherever they are in Preston, make it a bit more adult. Yeah. Just a little well, bit. Flood has always said he's like, I never advertise it's family friendly because it's not. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't anymore. Not anymore, but he used to say it's a family family friendly, but expected chance you'd find at a football ground. Yeah. So it's one of them, isn't it? So. But yeah. Good idea. Anyway. But yeah, WOS, there was what just want to touch on one match that they did. It was the um Buzzer Brawl or whatever the fucking hell it was called. It was basically a Royal Rumble. Right. It was like a tag match sort of thing. And every time um, Wade Barrett pressed the button, two wrestlers would come out and they'd go on either side. Right. So it would be obviously, it'd be turning to like, it's like an elimination tag match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but two people come out every time you press the buzzer. And after you got to a certain amount, it turned into a uh, Battle Royal. Right, okay. So everyone came in the ring. Right. And just fought everyone else. Right. This, is, this match had moose in it. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that doesn't excite me. It was an absolute clusterfuck, if I'm brutally honest. Uh, it sounds awful. It, yeah. It was really bad. And guess who won? Moose. moose. Not Moose. It was that guy that had been pushing to the moon the entire series and never lost a single match, apart from fuckery. Oh, Sizen. Sizen, yeah. Ugh. He was bland as fuck. Yeah. He's the, he's the WOS Cena. Yeah. Great. You know, and they ended up winning the belt at the very last episode uh, off, off of Rampers. I'm not even or shocked. Mis- or Mr. 2 by 4 as I call him. I'm not even shocked. Because that's all, that's all that it was ever building up to, was him versus yeah. Rampers. I feel sorry for Rampers. Mm, well, Why? you're a heel You're a heel champ on a shit show. You're, this is it, though. Could you <laughs> your, imagine, ma- your matches are less than five minutes could each you, time. Could you imagine him on your NXT UK, though? The grunty yeah. bastard that he is. It would have been quite good, but... He'd been fucking amazing. But when you top talent, you top time tabling him up with Shaw Samuels, good wrestler, like him, and CJ Banks. He does not fit. <laughs> CJ Banks is the shits. Yeah. Sorry, but he is. Don't rate him whatsoever. And then half the roster... And I love the way they were advertising Lionheart as being a part of this fucking roster. And he was in one match. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... I, to be fair, after watching the first, well, I watched. I only carried on watching because I thought at one point I'm probably going to have to talk about it. Um, but from what I saw, it's not if you can back. get, if you no, it's not coming back. If you could get past the shit commentary. You have to deal with the fact that you and never had a match. You never had a match longer than six minutes, really. And your champ, you know, okay, your champ 
we all know him from elsewhere as be and how good he could be, but he's never given time to be mm. that good. Mm. And the the guy you're pushing has no character or charisma, and I don't ever remember him cutting a promo. And it's like, right, so why do I care about this guy? Oh, because he can do some really cool things. Yeah, the most impressive thing. You mean like just... catches at feet on the top rope as he tries to dive over and nearly kill himself? Yeah. Fantastic. The most impressive thing I saw Justin Sizen do was do a spear from the outside back into the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. From that was, the floor yeah, that the was ring. Yeah, that was good. But other but, than that, yeah, well, it, it was, no. It's just, uh, I don't know. It he was, ne- it, it was never going to work. Yeah, he may as well have wore jorts. It was never going to work. <laughs> you look, If you look, you look at, like you were just talking about NXT UK. NXT UK, 30-minute match between Noam Dar and Pete Dunne. Yeah. That's what you want to see. Yeah. World of Sport, your your champ versus anyone. Four minutes go and finished in fuckery every single time. So how 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 many how many moves did they do? There was one suplex in the match, and we showed it from twenty four different camera angles in fifteen seconds. Flick 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 and flick. flick. So Carvalho jizzed over it. Yeah, yeah. cream sugar. and sugar. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> that that's there you go. End. Yeah. So End. Don't watch it. It was what, shite. What's next? <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Well, it was shite. We've got to move on really quickly because we still got like three episodes to record. Yes. <laughs> um, evolution. Fantastic. Terrible. What? What? Not lying in the sand. Evolution. I'm about the pay per view evolution. Yeah, I didn't like it. Explain, because um, you're going to have two counter-arguments. Uh, uh, yeah, right. in the line in the sand. No, right, this is my reasoning. <laughs> right. They want to be treated equally. Mm-hmm. So I looked at it as on an equal footing to any NXT show or whatever you may watch. Right? Mm-hmm. Match one, when Alicia Fox has to slow down for you, it's not a good match. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that first match wasn't fantastic. It was dog shite. I thought it was terrible. Um, I understand why the match was on the card. Because, you know, you get the nostalgia of Lita and Trish tag that's, teaming again. You know, that's the whatnot. thing I'll give it credit for, because you did have the nostalgia of uh, the Mickey James, uh, Trish Stratus square off. Yeah, but they didn't, they, again, they didn't, they, they didn't do... If they were going to do they that, they didn't do enough with it. But they couldn't do what they could used to be able to do with it. I know. But it, to be fair, did you notice the the Trish Stratus sort of V thing that she did? No, mimicking what um, oh, uh, Mickey James, Mickey James did. did in the WrestleMania match. Right, she <laughs> didn't do it exactly because obviously she would have got a rollicking backstage, but she sort of teased it, didn't she? Right, right. So, but yeah, it was it was it wasn't for me. I just thought it it was the heels were never in a position where they were going to win. Yeah. No, it was, it was not never going to happen. No. And they came out dressed in stupid Halloween gear, and I just thought, oh. And then Trish and Lita come out just wearing black, just yeah. black. It was like, and great, Lita, Lita, wow. Lita had a thong built into a ring gear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, just, no. Just, it wasn't for me. Is she a mother? No. Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was I wasn't impressed. And then you have the battle royal. Battle royal garbage. I thought it was better than the women's Royal Rumble. If I'm honest, 
when when you're when the big thing is putting Tamina Snooker over, fuck you. Yeah, and then you had Nia Slacks. Yeah, winning. Nia Nia Jack's winning. Well, she was guaranteed to pretty much from the start. As soon, Asuka and Ember Moon, you know, bringing their rivalry back a little bit. I was that a bit works. hyped for that. That worked. I was a bit hyped for that, and then I realised they're both on separate shows, so we're never going to see it again. Wonderful. <laughs> and then just Nia's just bigger than Ember, so she wins. Uh, yeah, this is true. And while I'm on the f- the fact, continually calling her the irresistible force, fuck you. That's, a, that's her problem, she's got too much force. Who the fuck came up with that? Michael Cole. <laughs> It, it says it at the End beginning of it it the beginning of her entrance video. Yeah. On the Titan Tron, it comes up with Irresistible Force before her music even hits. Fuck you. She's not like most girls. <laughs> She's gonna break your nose. <laughs> but yeah, you got her. And then what was the match after that? Was it Shayna Baszler versus um, Kyrie Sane? Or was it No, it was the it was the May Young Classic. Oh yeah, that was it was all right. It wasn't it was amazing. It was okay. It had, what, eight minutes or so? Needed it longer. felt like eight minutes or so. It needed a lot longer. I was expecting like 20 minutes. Yeah. But the the Japanese girl, Iro Shirari, if I'm saying it correctly. Iro Shirai. Iro Shirai. Yeah. Something like that. Didn't do enough no. for me. She looked incredibly talented. She is incredibly talented. But basically got two moonsaults and a couple of punches. For in, in that match, yeah, it just wasn't quite enough yeah. for me. Um, then it was, was it? Uh, then it was uh, Shayna Baszler, yeah, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane. That was a fucking amazing match. That I was, thought it was all right. I didn't like the fuckery. I don't think Shayna Baszler needs that. Nobody adds. She it, didn't but, need it a takeover. To be fair, but yeah, felt. But it's, it, they're trying to introduce the two other horsewomen now, aren't they? Yeah. But, yeah so, but... you see, I think part of the problem with, that I had was I watched Takeover first. Ah. So I then watched the Shayna Baszler Carrie Sane match from Evolution and was like, oh, I've seen this match. Mm. Which probably tainted it a little bit for me. Yeah. Then it was the six woman tag match. Which was meh. Which was crap. It was yeah. space filler, that one. I can't. I, 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 I can't I think actually, of a spot I, I from think, there. I think Natalia is garbage, hmm. pure garbage. I, I've, I'm sick and tired of seeing the sharpshooter on two people in every single multi-woman yeah. match. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of seeing a fucking cry. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of her talking about fucking cats or whatever the fuck she does. I'm tired of it. Fuck off. The big issue I had with that match was. Bailey, Sasha arguing with each other and Natalia just thrown in there. Yeah. The Riot Squad actually looked really good as a team. They do. They're and really they tagged good. in and out and they looked they looked great. They look good as a unit and they actually I think they actually enjoy working with yeah. each other. They seem to like and I was like, fucking hell, they are like such a good team. There is no way they can lose this. Yep, get jobbed out. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Alright, fair play. I'll give you that. Last woman standing. That was amazing. This is the one match I the one match I watched on this show right. this morning. Here's my issue: every single chair shot, kendo stick shot, everything soft as fucking shit. Yeah, I sent it to Paul before you arrived. The chair shots the, um, are disgustingly weak. 
the senton off the top rope by Charlotte. Oh, garbage. Where she evidently looks like she's trying not to put all the weight on. Yeah. So she moves her body in such a way where she just comes down, lands on Becky, but even then moves forward so the table breaks, but then she's not bringing all the weight down on her. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind, but that, that, what, one moment that took me completely out of it was when she first put Becky on the table and went to Moonsault and fucking rolled her off it because she yeah. missed. Yeah. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, and I, the 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 finish should have been the the leg drop through the announce table. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was the one good spot. I was like, really like that because an elbow drop. I would have been like, oh, I've seen it before. Leg drop through the table. I was like, ooh, actually, that was that wasn't too bad. Yeah. But then she got up from that, put herself through a table, and then couldn't get back up. Right. Okay. <laughs> should have just finished it five minutes early. Um, really? I. Kind of disagree. I mean, I can I can get past the, t- the rolling off the table because obviously it's supposed to be a match, it's supposed to be a knockout brawl, and you can't plan and expect expect everything to go right. Oh no, I so, agree. But um, it would actually kind of work out. It's like you plan something, it might not go to plan yeah. in, in an actual fight. So it kind of I can kind of get past that. What I couldn't forgive in that match was the bit where um, fucking Charlotte suddenly turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger out of the Terminator and oh, yeah. when she got buried underneath all that shit and she yeah. did the big the big show spot yeah where she just goes arm through that uh, I will clear uh, off it yeah. yeah no you're not getting up from that I'm sorry you just be put through a table and then buried yeah in that... keyfabe that should basically be near enough you on live support yeah it but, was no yeah it, it just wasn't for me but a simple table spot finished her off. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. It just, yeah, it wasn't for me. Yeah. It was uh, muck and filth. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. I wanted to enjoy it, but I uh, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. It's like, oh, I lightly tap you with the chair. Oh, stick shot. I'm like, oh, oh, hit her. But that's what you've got to remember as well. It's probably what, what the first I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. So, they'll probably see, they probably, obviously, they probably had not much chance to go over it and much chance to, like, oh, practice the chair big, shot. I was going to say, mm. it's that big of a pay per view. I would have hoped that they did have a bit of a chance to go over it, but I'd still want, I know I'm not going to see people get smashed over the head with a chair or chairs snap because somebody's hit them so hard and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, this was T-bone levels of poor chair shot. You know what I mean? It yeah. was, it was the you know the lightest little tap to try and get a noise, and they were selling it so hard. I mm. uh, just, I was like, I can't, I can't believe it. Mm. And then we had our main. Event. And then we had our main event. Now, I expected it to be absolutely dog shit, poor, but I'm not saying it was a good match. All I'm going to say is it proved that Ronda Rousey can carry someone in a match. And I 100% agree. My issue with it is, you could go two ways with Ronda Rousey. She either goes to Brock Lesnar route and murders people. Or you go with the, she's actually really green in the ring. And the judo takes her so far and the punches take her so far. But people can get offensive on her. Yeah. So she has to sell. Mm. I think she's okay at selling. She's a bit ragdolly at times. I don't think she's that bad. But 
she sh- to me shouldn't be selling anything Nikki Bella does. No, what <laughs> that should have been was Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Yes, that's what that match should have been. Yeah, that should have been an absolute raping. Yes, it should have. She should have took her fucking skull afterwards. Yeah, it should have been. It should have been Mortal Kombat. Finish her and ripped her fucking spine out. What? what it, yeah, what it should have been is that should have been the the pinnacle point where the women's division just eliminates the divas division. Yeah, that was Ooh, women yeah. versus diva. And that divas was women's versus diva. That was what that I, I, I saw that build as. She should have ripped her head off and shit down her neck. Yeah, she should have absolutely <laughs> murdered her. Absolutely. But instead, we got Nikki Bella looking really, really strong and Ugh. to a point almost winning. Ugh. Yeah, and it was just... That's why I didn't like this pay-per-view. I can think of one match I actually liked in in, in its entirety, and it was too short. Mm. And that was the the May Young Classic. Yeah, is it was too short. Basil and Carrie saying my fault. I, I because to me it looked exactly the same as the match I just watched, like literally an hours before. Yeah. So it just it didn't do anything for me. If that was. If that had been an NXT card, you would have come away really disappointed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, if that if Takeover had had those matches on, you would have been like, what? But the problem is, would that still be better than what's on the main roster? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah, it was, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't know who I said it to now. I think it might have been you. But at this moment in time. I would actually say the women have overtaken the men when it yeah, comes to before. anticipation and actual quality of matches at this moment in time. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's every woman on the roster. No. they. they... But the main event of the women's at the minute, especially SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially SmackDown. But I'd also say on Raw, the way Rousey's going at the minute. I, to be fair, if they'd done, if we'd had Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, I was... Genuinely thinking, I might get up just to watch that match. I genuinely think Survivor a lot series. of yeah. I, I genuinely think a lot of wrestling people, people who love wrestling, their living rooms, they would not need emotion. Yeah, that match would be that good. Yeah, because it, yeah. it would be everywhere. I I think it could have been. The problem is, I hate Charlotte Flair. I can't mm. stand her. See, I'm high on Charlotte Flair. I can't stand her. She's she acts like Ric Flair, but is booked like Hulk Hogan. Do you know what I mean? She's booked like this fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, she is bigger than the majority of the other Mm. women. But she ended Asuka's streak. She's what, you know, she's champ one minute. She's not the next, but she's never out of the title picture. Yeah. Becky gets her, oh, put Charlotte in. Charlotte can do it. Charlotte. No circumstances would Becky have ever picked her. Mm. Because the whole Becky's heel character is, well, I'm done with you now. It's a fucking blood feud they're in. Yeah. It's a blood feud. There's no reason that she'd pick her to be in that match. They had that match at Evolution. Yeah. That wasn't the end of the feud. No. It was not. It was like Becky won by the skin of her fucking teeth. Yeah. Yeah. She won because Charlotte made an error. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the end. That wasn't a, not a definitive win. Oh, that brings me to another point in that last woman standing match. <laughs> the bit where she tried to do the figure four with the ladder. 
Yeah. He kept fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, that was Oh, bad. God. That took me out of it as well. <laughs> it, there was too many times it took you out of your... Uh, you know, it's all about can you believe kayfabe? Can you suspend your disbelief? Charlotte doesn't make me suspend my disbelief. Mm. She sh- just... She tries spots that I just know she can't do. <laughs> Fair enough. And it's not it's not it's not that I'm saying that she's not talented enough cuz I, I don't deny that she's talented. But she's paint by numbers. Stick to it. I'll find you boring, but then taking 5 minutes to try and set up something that I know isn't going to make things worse for your opponent. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you know what I mean hmm. that's fair but yeah so I I, I can't stand her <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you I enjoyed the show I, I quite enjoyed it I thought it was one of the better shows of the year I wouldn't say best show of the year I would say one of the best oh that's another thing Stephen Man shut the fuck up <laughs> you had nothing to do with the women's revolution you just fucking jumped on the bandwagon fuck off not wrong. He's not uh, wrong. I have no words. I'm not wrong. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, one minute, oh, it's the Women's Revolution, it's the Women's Royal Rumble. Next minute, I came up with that. I started this. I pushed. No, fuck off. Go away. It's not the Bellas who are trying to claim that as well. They, yeah, they can fuck off too. When they did the whole, like, they did a documentary about it. And like they were advertising this documentary, and then prime and center, the Bella Twins. Fuck off. Yeah. The fluffers of the locker room. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, rant over. The locker room went. <laughs> oh God. I've got a, I've got a little segue from there, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. not the nice subject. It's probably the nasty subject that's recently happened. If you're really quick, because we need to move on. Right. Well, you're talking to fluffers, someone that. Doesn't need a fluffer. James Ellsworth. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know we were covering that. <laughs> I think we mentioned before we're going to cover it, but... Basically... He's a dirty he's, boy. Yeah. He's a dirty man. Stay away from him and do not book him. <laughs> yeah. He may, he's probably about to get divorced. I didn't I even know he was married. married. He is married. I don't oh, think he was. Dear. He's, got a, he's got a child as well. Oh. I think he's got more than one. Mm. Oh. So, um, yeah, in case you've lived under a rock, I'm not sure what's happened. Um, James Ellsworth recently has apparently... Be, careful, be very careful what you say here, because he has lawyers. Yes. Allegedly. What yeah. I've seen on Facebook, there's been um, certain images... Yeah, that, that he sent to a, to a, a, child. a teenager, teenager, allegedly. Even, sorry, I'm not... Allegedly. Which, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> I'm making no further comment because. <laughs> well, but then the girl herself has gone on Twitter. The girl herself has actually put and, this information public. Well, she sent yeah. it public before going to the police about it or anything. Yeah, or so the police around, so, so they've basically gone, yeah, we're powerless because you put it on social media first. Yeah. So, what do you want us to do about it besides nothing. the fact we can do nothing? Mm. And they're like, oh. So, yeah, yeah, his attorney's been in touch and stuff, allegedly, and... Yeah. So... She will probably get sued for defamation of character. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, she probably will do now. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, we don't. We, 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 don't we genuinely story. don't know the full story. Mm. And have have you seen things happen recently in the wrestling industry or of a similar nature? There's no comment that we can really make to me. Yeah, I'd stay clear of him for now. Mm. But gets acquitted, gets acquitted. Yeah, to be acquitted though, there's going to be there's got to be a charge. Well, yeah, exactly. There's going to be one. Um, yeah, it's doubtful that there will be if like, his alleged, alleged crimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. like I say, if if the police can't do anything because of what she's done, and she's admitted she was wrong to put it up straight on social media. Yeah. Then, enough said. You know, yeah. everybody gets on with what well, they yeah, have to do. Here's the thing: Do you think his career is now over? To an extent. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get books again. He's not yeah. gonna. I, I I can't see him being in WWE again. Mm. Can I see Indy still booking him? Quite possibly. Just because there'll always be somebody out there who wants to make money. There's always fans of Benoit, for example. There's apparently fans of Big Country, Bo Calhoun as well. But yeah, but that's it. There's always there's always going to be some there, someone somewhere like, who wants to you know buy an autograph or get a picture taken. You know, or book yeah. you. If Virgil can get bookings, James Ellsworth can get bookings. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. I'm so, willing to say to make an actual living on it. His career's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his career's done. I'm not saying he's not going to get the odd booking here or there, but his career's done. Yeah, he's not going to make a living off wrestling again. Hmm. Well, yeah. So there we go. Yeah. There is more to cover, but there's not, not, not much, but it's we can't really cover we it. We have no time. We've run out of time. <laughs> yeah. So, there we go. How long have we been going? Hey. How long have we been going? Just over an hour and a half. Christ. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's been the last start of wrestling. The roundtable round episode. Table. Um, join us next time for when Paul... Yo. Watches for the first time ever. The Wrestler. Yeah. I've had it on my DVD collection for two years and still not watched it. (laughs) I need to rewatch it. And if you haven't already, grab a pen and paper and join us for our previous episode, which was the quiz episode. Absolutely. Did Bunkle triumph? Spoiler alert, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Because I am. Paul introduced himself as the winner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I did lose. Don't do. 80s. <laughs> God damn it. Neither did I, but I guess. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Bunkle, give yourself some plugs. Yeah, I've been uh, the delivery man, Billy Boy Bunkle. If you've enjoyed listening to me, you can also find me on the Gunpowder Trees and No Plot podcast, where I play the Dragonborn Paladin Rogar. Uh, you can find them on all good podcast providers and you can follow them on Twitter at TreasonNo. And if you happen to be in and around Preston at some point and fancy meeting me, you may well find me one day at the Red Scar Cafe on the Red Scar Business Estate. <laughs> so check it out, guys. It's really good food. Install signing. <laughs> Install signing, yeah. <laughs> Your choice of Billy the Boy Bunkle or Rogue are the Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> And if you ask for Rogar the Paladin, he might just do a, a very sweet banjo rendition for you. No, I don't own he a banjo. He only knows I, one tune, though. I don't own a banjo. 
At least not yet. No. He only knows one tune. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm Paul. Yes, you, um, you can find me on the RAD podcast. Uh, you, you can find us on Twitter at UKRAD podcast. We are on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash UKRAD podcast. Uh, at the minute, you can find you can find our shows on the Lost Star feed, can't you? Not yet. Not yet. But they're coming. They are coming. They are coming because the old I'm feed. We have to cut that out now. Ah. <laughs> But the old feed... We haven't taken over yet. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, the shows aren't up on Spreaker at this moment in time for reasons, but they are still available on our YouTube channel. So you can watch, listen to them there, or rather, watch them there. Um, other than that, yeah, you might find me also on Gunpowder Trees and No Plot in a cameo role, which you'll have to wait and see. Ooh. No spoilers for Bungle. No. <laughs> I do not know what is happening. <laughs> oh, full off start of wrestling. I've been Adam Cox, baby! I will get that over. Okay. It kind of works. <laughs> it does work. <laughs> baby! He's been Rogar the Paladin. How do? It's another gimmick. Why not? We'll cross it off. And he's been. The TG, guy. the TG. guy, Tugger. formerly of the hat. Yes, the the artist formerly known as Hat Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you need to do that video. It may bur- burning it, going like the hat, the hat, hat guy dies tonight, and then Bungle stands aside, going, "You're a fraggin' flintless." <laughs> <laughs> I might just get a Stanley knife to tie it to a chair and recreate the scene from Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you, slash. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been listening thanks very much bye <laughs>